Hello and welcome to a new episode of Latinidad in the Lou. I'm your host Miguel Rincan and with me today I have uh, Emily Roth and Pete Cerrone. I will talk about with you guys in a second. Um, just before we start, I just want to remind you guys to follow us in all of our social media accounts. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, we're anywhere and everywhere as the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of Metropolitan St. Louis. Uh, if you want to follow us, follow the podcast, if you want to follow Camara en Vivo, if you want to know of, of our upcoming events and everything, just social media is a place to be, so give us a like in this video too, it helps us a lot. But going into the episode, Emily Roth, she's the principal of St. Cecilia School and Academy, and Pete Cerrone, he's the Senior Director of Advancement at the Today and Tomorrow Educational Foundation. Hi, how are you guys? Hi. Doing great. great. How are you doing? Yeah, doing really good. I'm really happy to have you here. Thank you for wanting to be a part of this podcast. Well, thank you for inviting us. Thanks We're for uh, us. We appreciate being part of it as well. Thank you, thank you. And uh, just to start off, for people who don't know who Emily and Pete are, just tell us a little bit about yourselves. I don't sure. know who's gonna who's gonna I'll go start. first. I'll okay, start. there you go. Um, so I'm Emily. I um, am a St. Louis native, born and raised here. Um, I ended up going off to college in San Diego, learning some Spanish, and ended okay. up working in Guatemala for two years where I became fluent and lived around the world um, teaching and coaching in schools. That's awesome. And so now I'm in going into my third year as principal of St. Cecilia School and Academy. What made you come back to St. Louis? Uh, family. Oh, I family? had been okay. 13 years overseas, mm -hmm. um, like I said, in, you know, three, four different countries. And so came back and found, uh, you know, St. Louis is sometimes it's it's too small for me but yeah. finding saint cecilia was that global lens on life that that kind of i think cured my my heart nice <laughs> that's good uh, what about you pete yeah it's gonna be kind of tough to to top that that she's been in four different countries <laughs> but is. i want to know what about yeah. you yeah no i have uh not lived in four different <laughs> countries uh but i am a saint louis native myself okay. uh born and raised here in saint louis uh, I did spend a little bit of time outside St. Louis, but okay. mostly uh, around Missouri. Spent uh, some time in Kansas City, Missouri. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, uh, I've been, uh, like I said, I was born and raised in St. Louis. Um, I was, uh, I've been involved with Catholic education okay. and uh, Catholic education fundraising mm -hmm. for over 20 years now. Uh, and I've been with the Today and Tomorrow Educational Foundation for the past four years. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, and like you said, St. Louis is a small, it's a small city, but it's it's great. I think I think uh, the community is very tight, and mm -hmm. uh, because because it's small, everybody's like I don't want to say friends, but like you know, like very neighborly, very like secure, and very like uh, like everybody is like supporting each other. So that's good, and that's also th some yeah. things of what Saint Cecilia does, right? You know, mm -hmm. like you guys help and try to be. Um, next to the community. Um, so can, can you just tell us a little bit about like the mission of St. Cecilia? What do you guys do? Sure. Um, so we are big on partnerships with our families um, mm -hmm. and really about meeting students where they are so that we can develop them spiritually, intellectually, and socially for the glory of God. That's our, yeah. that's kind of our mission tagline. Um, but yeah, we really, really focus on, in on knowing that every student is different and meeting the needs of each student wherever they are and, mm -hmm. and then moving them forward. 
you know, and you talk about St. Louis being that little big town, you know, uh, one of the things that I do uh, and that Emily does a wonderful job is sharing the mission of St. Mm-hmm. Cecilia, uh, the impact that we're making here in the community and especially in the Hispanic community mm-hmm. uh, and inviting people throughout St. Louis, um, not just in the Hispanic community, uh, but people throughout our, our region to um, get involved mm-hmm. in St. Cecilia, mm-hmm. uh, learn more about what we're doing and how we're helping uh, kids here in our in our area yeah and so you you said um the hispanic community right why do you guys you know why you guys like catered so much to them like i saw there's a lot of classes in spanish well like the academy teaches spanish um and i at least out of everything that i've seen that's like the first one that i'm like oh they actually teach spanish (laughs) um how how does how did that came up to be like how did it came into fruition yeah, so I would don't know that I would say that we specifically cater to the Hispanic community mm-hmm. because really anyone can come yeah. to St. Mm-hmm. Cecilia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do have a very diverse student body. Uh, but to your point, we are predominantly a Hispanic mm-hmm. uh, school. About 85% mm-hmm. of the students and families uh, who are enrolled at St. Cecilia are, are Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we make sure that we're doing is that we are catering to their specific needs and to the specific needs of of that community so uh, people like our school leadership like emily uh, we have a number of spanish-speaking people uh, who work at the school Uh, our business manager is spanish-speaking so that when we're working with families and we're we're outward facing that Mm -hmm. um, uh, we're able to uh, not only communicate but also um, make sure that we're meeting the needs of, of the families that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Emily's done some wonderful things. Uh, I know you alluded to the Spanish class that we have. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I know that she can talk a little bit more about that on the academic side. Yeah, so um, we have Span- obviously 85% is being referred <laughs> yeah. to of our kids are native spanish speakers but that doesn't mean that they can read and write in spanish just like as a native english speaker i didn't know how to read and write in english when i Mm -hmm. was a child and so we really see that as such a strength to um to grow our multilingual learners i think it is a huge you know after living literally all over the world it is such a skill set to have more than one language in your tool belt and so that's something i'm so proud of our students that um and and really want to grow that and for them to see that as a huge strength Mm -hmm. yeah no and it's it's really great because uh first of all i feel like there aren't a lot of like places that teach spanish Mm -hmm. um in in the in the united states as a whole Mm -hmm. and then like in my case i i was born and raised in El Salvador. I grew up there, so I, my my first language is Spanish. And I went to a bilingual school to learn English. And at the beginning, when I was little, I remember, and I was like, I hate it. Like I, mm-hmm. I just, I was like, why, why do I have to do this? And I kept telling my mom that I didn't want to do this. That why do I have to learn English? <laughs> and I'm super thankful that I did. Yeah. You know, so maybe some kids might be like, oh, but I don't really need to learn Spanish because I live in the U.S. Right. But any second language is always. It's always great to, to have and like just the fact that the principal knows no Spanish. Yeah. So it, it's not it's not a thing where like, oh, she tells us to speak Spanish, but she doesn't do it herself. No, yeah. You know, no. so we try. Yeah. I mean, we have signs in Spanish around the school. Yeah. So and it's also helping our students who don't speak Spanish mm-hmm. to learn that and to to value that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll I usually talk to them, you know, in the lunchroom <laughs> or anywhere when I'm seeing them. I'll try to speak in Spanish, too, because it's it's important and it's yeah. something that I'm proud of that, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll correct me because sometimes my Spanish <laughs> isn't that great, which once again, I'm 
modeling that it doesn't yeah. need to be perfect no. you know you just gotta you gotta try it just and that's get, how you learn yeah get your message across mm -hmm. right that's like the most important um so going into like what is the purpose of the paris school of religion because i saw that on your guys's website too i don't know if that's a little different from the academy yeah. or it's kind of the same yeah so um the parish school of religion or also coined psr mm -hmm. um so most all catholic uh parishes have that as mm -hmm. an option for students that are in for example like local public schools um or private schools that don't you know offer religion as mm -hmm. an opportunity so that those students can still receive um, instruction in religion as well as any sacramental preparation so um, okay. that you know obviously all of our students who attend St. Cecilia it is a Catholic school so mm -hmm. they uh, receive religion and sacramental preparation right within their their okay. classes okay mm -hmm. so that's that's school of religion is pretty much like a religion class is that yeah. from what i'm understanding yeah, yeah. so it would be something maybe like i don't know exactly the schedule because the mm -hmm. parish runs it but mm -hmm. it might be like okay monday nights they attend that okay. um so the okay. students who are in the public schools might go to that oh well that's that that's great because that's like an extra like an extra even service that you guys are providing because yeah. i know i know that in public school and pri private schools that's not really a, a thing, right? Like religion, they don't really Correct. teach them. Because back yeah. home, no matter where you are, you <laughs> learn yeah. about religion. Yeah. But I know in the U.S. it's a yeah, little... Yeah, it's different. It's a little different, yeah. Mm -hmm. Gives us an opportunity to, to evangelize to the community. Yeah. You know, yeah. There are uh, a number of people in, in South St. Louis that aren't going to uh, a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. This gives them the opportunity to make yeah. sure that we can uh, um, meet that need and uh, uh, make sure that they're uh, following the Catholic faith. Yeah, that's uh, that that's great. If that's like the the mission of the chair of the church and the mm -hmm. school, that's that's great. And now going a little bit more about the school and academy, um, how is that separate from the church? How's how's is that? How does that work? We have a little bit of a unique model at Saint Cecilia. Mm -hmm. um, we are a mission school okay. within the archdiocese, um, and so in uh, about ten years ago, mm -hmm. um, Saint Cecilia was in a situation where the parish was no longer able to support the school, mm -hmm. uh, and so we have a wonderful partnership with the parish. Okay. But the school and okay. the parish are independent of each other. Oh, okay. Um, the Office of Catholic Education at the archdiocese mm -hmm. uh, oversees the school, the Today and Tomorrow Educational Foundation. Uh, who I work for, we um, provide a lot of the marketing and the advancement resources for the school. Mm -hmm. And then Father Tim, the pastor, is still oversees the parish and is still the spiritual leader oh, at okay. both the parish and the school. Uh, but the Archdiocese of St. Louis is deeply committed to schools okay. like St. Cecilia mm -hmm. and other schools in our community. And so that was just one of them. It was a model that was implemented about 10 years ago to make sure that there's a vibrant Catholic community in South St. Louis. So is that because I, I I don't really know like a whole lot about it. So is that uh is that very like different from like what I, what everybody else does? Mm -hmm. it, it it is unique. It um, is okay. And because of the population that we serve, um, we do serve a predominantly underserved population. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, one of the roles that I have in working with Emily is to find uh, and provide a lot of the resources. Okay. I shouldn't say I. <laughs> we, we reach out to people in our community mm -hmm. uh, and share uh, the good news 
that's going on in St. Cecilia mm -hmm. and some of the needs that we have. Yeah. Um, so an example of that is over the throughout the pandemic uh, or in 2020, we became a one-to-one -one technology school. So all of the students at St. Cecilia either have an iPad or a uh -huh. Chromebook. Mm -hmm. uh, that's since awesome. then, it, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, and, that's really great. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, opportunities. I know that Emily can go into great <laughs> detail there, but one of the biggest advantages with that is um, during the pandemic, learning has gone uninterrupted. Yeah, so if yeah. there is a student who is has been exposed or a student that becomes ill, uh, they can they they can take the technology that we've been able to mm -hmm. provide for them through the generosity of so many people in our community um, and they can learn from home. Um, mm -hmm. There was an instance last year where um, we had to close the school just for a week because okay. cases were rising and literally the next day the students and the faculty were in school well, yeah. because mm -hmm. of the technology and because of the resources that we've been able to provide. Yeah and this I mean this has been incredible because when we so I my first day was March of 2020 <laughs> And uh, well, yeah, when the whole world turned upside down for us and, uh, you know, we had maybe one or two carts um, of Chromebooks that okay. or iPads that all of our 175 students would share. Okay. And so we're talking like 30 devices, right, for yeah, everybody. And people, so yeah. um, through these partnerships with Today and Tomorrow Foundation, um, with the support of the Archdiocese and other donors, we were able to, as Pete said, go one-to-one -one, um, and have our students take their devices home uh, every day yeah. so it's yeah. it is a wonderful um, resource so that the learning continues um, I also was going to mention when you were talking about um, while the church is the parish is separate from the school we are on the same campus and oh, okay. uh, so father Tim our pastor um, you know we have all school mass every Friday mm -hmm. and um, that we celebrate together and he also last year started coming and visiting all of our classrooms um, every other week he, mm -hmm. he visits with the each classroom which is nice because it gives the students that we call it fireside chats with father Tim <laughs> so it, it, it gives that the students a chance to ask father Tim you yeah. know the questions that they have and to to you know he'll take them um, they'll get to kind of take a little field trip um, to the sacristy and the sea oh, you cool. know all of to get to ask those questions that they mm -hmm. have about mass but in a more informal setting yeah that's mm -hmm. uh, that's a great way to do it and when you mentioned mass do you do you have mass in Spanish as well or is that oh you do have mass in Spanish yeah during uh, the school day we the mass is in English okay uh, but the parish does have uh, mass in Spanish uh, yeah, I think there's a Spanish Several. Mass uh, almost daily. I think every mm -hmm. Thursday, uh, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m., they have oh, a Spanish okay. Mass. Uh, they have uh, two Spanish Masses on Sunday as well. Yeah, um, and so it's, uh, um, yeah, the Masses are both in English and in yeah, Spanish. That's, that's, Cecilia. that's super great. You guys keep, like, some uh, surprising me more and yeah. more. It's <laughs> like, like, seriously, it's like one of the, well, the first one that I've heard that uh, caters so much for people that also speak second language like like Spanish so yeah. so that's great and when you were talking about the iPads I feel like even the the students like at least if I got an iPad from my school it would just give me like a little extra like motivation mm -hmm. to keep like learning because I'm like you know I'm actually having like great equipment that I can use and right. and that just helps with uh 
with like wanting, wanting to learn more. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you you were mentioning partnerships and that have, that have helped you with with like iPads and stuff mm -hmm. like today and tomorrow educational foundation where he goes mm -hmm. um, how how does partnerships work? I know we kind of talked about it off camera but for people who are just tuning in how does that how does that work? What kind mm -hmm. of partnerships do you guys have and yeah, so we have a number of partnerships. Um, I would say one of the things that's you know we are uh, very excited this year because we are able to uh, breathe new life into some of those okay. partnerships. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic over the past two years, we haven't been able to have as many yeah. um, outside people come onto our campus. Um, but we do have some wonderful partnerships. Um, you know, Emily is the educational expert, uh, and her team at St. <laughs> Cecilia are the educational experts. But when they're, uh, like I said, our, our, uh, the students and the families that we work with have a lot of other needs. Yeah. And so yeah. um, we kind of uh, stay in our lane, so to speak, where we are the professionals, and we work with a lot of other organizations, such as Access Academies. Okay. Uh, they're a wonderful uh, partnership that we have. They work very closely with our sixth through eighth graders, okay. and then they follow those students as they matriculate on the high school mm -hmm. and into college. 100% um, of our graduates over the past two years have gone to college prep high schools. Um, we have a 99% high school graduation rate amongst our alumni, which is significantly higher than in the, in the neighborhood which St. Cecilia is located. Mm -hmm. So because okay. of partnerships like Access, we have partnerships with St. Louis University, we have a, a new partnership this year, Clavius Plus, which is focused on STEM uh, and um, uh, technology. Um, okay. But there are, are because we have so many partnerships, we're able to bring a lot of these resources in that maybe our families otherwise wouldn't have if they didn't go to mm -hmm. St. Cecilia. Yeah. I mean, I would also say, you know, other universities are contacting us now that they're able to send students in person again. Yeah. Um, you know, Webster University just contacted me again. They're, like I said, SLU, um, WashU, where they've had some of their students in the past you know, tutor our students during our after school mm -hmm. program, which is a big, you know, um, another thing that we offer um, until six o'clock. So a lot of our, I would say, um, probably 60, at least 60% of our students stay after dismissal, oh, really? which is three o'clock. Huh. Um, and Access does an extended year and an extended day program for our middle school students. So the middle school students stay until 4.30. Um, but we have aftercare until 6 o'clock, and we have before care at 6.30 a.m. So we really try to build in these extra services yeah. um, to be able to, you know, sync up with families. Yeah. And, and Help and, the community yeah, even more. support yeah. so that we can really yeah. focus on the education. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great. How... Uh I don't know if you guys can say, but uh, if somebody else is watching this and they're like, oh, we want to partner with St. Cecilia for everything they've been doing, how can they do that? Who do they need to contact? How does that work? Sure. They uh, can contact either myself mm -hmm. at the Today and Tomorrow Educational Foundation or Emily at the mm -hmm. school. And okay. we can uh, talk to them and see what their interest level is okay. and then mm -hmm. see where that might fit in um, to some of the needs that we have at yeah. St. Cecilia. We are always open to new partnerships. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even things like, you know, we're trying to, uh, a goal of ours this year is to really bring back families into the community. Mm -hmm. And because we've had to have closed doors for the last two and a half years. Um, so I would love to start some um, events and things um, 
Um, so, you know, any restaurants in the yeah. area that want to <laughs> support us or even providing a lunch for our teachers, you know, yeah. teaching right now is one of the hardest jobs out yeah. there. Yeah. And it, our teachers feel so valued when even just, like I said, a small lunch or something or <laughs> yeah. treats dropped yeah. off in the staff room, it makes a big difference. Yeah. You know, Emily's talking about some of the needs that we have at the school as well. You know, not everybody necessarily has the time due to their schedule, due to family schedules yeah. to, to volunteer or to get involved in a partnership. Mm -hmm. So if there was someone who was interested in helping out uh, and making an impact mm -hmm. at St. Cecilia, um, you know, there are, uh, we do a lot of things with our, our faculty and staff to make sure the teacher morale stays high. We do a lot of things in order to make sure that they have all the resources okay. that they need. Emily's done a wonderful job over the past several years years uh, investing in professional development for our faculty mm -hmm. so that they can meet the specific needs of our students and 100% of our students are on a need-based scholarship okay. so all oh, of our okay. students receive a scholarship from the today and tomorrow educational foundation and then one of the things that Emily and I do is we go out and we reach or we uh, we fundraise to help mm -hmm. um, okay. bridge the gap in what today and tomorrow mm -hmm. can provide and what families are able to provide so there are uh, there are several ways that people can get involved at St. Cecilia. That's great, and we will be putting it at the bottom of the screen for those who want like, your contact information and things. For, for our listeners, some people on Spotify and Apple, and Apple Music, uh, can you just say your, your email so people know who to contact? Because sure. we'll, we'll put it at the bottom, both those yeah. who, just, who are just tuning in on Spotify, how can they, how can they contact you guys? So my email address is my first name, last name. It's Pete, P-E-T-E-C-E-R-O-N-E at A-R-C-H-S-T-L dot org. Perfect. And mine is E-Roth, R-O-T-H, at S-T-C dash S-T-L dot org. Perfect. I hope you guys get a lot of, a lot of partnerships <laughs> requests. Uh, Thank you. If somebody wants to, like, put their kid in uh, St. Cecilia, how does, would you contact you? Do you contact somebody yeah. else? Yeah, Same? definitely. Just contact the school. Um, you know, if you just Google St. Cecilia, uh, St. Cecilia School, St. Cecilia School, St. Cecilia School, St. Louis, um, you'll find our, our, I think our Facebook page is the most uh, up to date. I try to post on there every day or every other day so you can get an idea of what it mm -hmm. looks like, you know, within the walls, okay. within classrooms, and all of our contact information is there. But absolutely, give us a call, reach out. Um, and we'd love to, to meet with you. Perfect. That's uh, that's great. Do you have anything yeah. else? And I was just going to say is uh, if there are financial aid resources that are mm -hmm. available um, mm -hmm. for families that are interested in uh, attending St. Cecilia. Um, and so I think a great way is to, to start is to reach out to Emily mm -hmm. um, and she can uh, they can visit with her and her team to make sure that it's a right fit for a family. Okay. But the Today and Tomorrow Educational Foundation is uh, will be there to, to, to step in. And if there's families that have a have a need that want a Catholic education, a faith based private education for their child um, that's exactly what we do and we'd be happy to help that's that's great um, I just want to say thank you for being in our show today we've reached the end of it that we're out of time unfortunately but thank you Emily thank you Pete I am Miguel Rincan and this has been the end of our episode and we'll see you guys in the next one